0: Here comes another weekend. Don't complain how short it is. Just grab along with the bestest of your favorite tasks to make this whole time a memorable one. As you ponder about it on Monday, so no delays for now. Let's crush it. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concepts crystal clear if you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult lend your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge Now today, in this particular section of the routes of drug elimination that we are going to talk about is the elimination via the breast milk. Now the reason for studying the elimination via the breast milk is not for the sake of the mother, but it is for the sake of the suckling or the nursing infant. Passive diffusion, it governs the entry of the drug in the breast milk better lipid solubility one and less protein binding two these two things they favor the drug crossing now you have to keep in mind that the ph of the milk is around seven that is slightly acidic so what will happen the basic drugs they dwell better in this now what is this known as it is known as the ph partition principle once the basic drugs, they are diffused into the milk, they cannot be reabsorbed back into the plasma. Why? Because the acidic milk pH traps the basic ions and the basic drugs. And you know that it has a phenomenal name of iron trapping. We have spent so much of time discussing and getting into the details of this term iron trapping so please refer to my old episodes for more details about it now basic drugs that may get trapped here are argotamine morphine chlorophenicol metronidazole tetracyclines then we have certain immunosuppressive cytotoxic drugs and oral contraceptive pills then we have diazepam etc etc Ethanol and urea, they readily enter the breast milk, And this mechanism is non-PH dependent, okay? So, note these two drugs, ethanol and urea, they are not following the pH partition principle. Now, you might be wondering, what is the status of the acidic drugs? Well, some of them are actually very, very harmful to the infant. Let's get to know about these. The first one are the sulfonamides. They may lead to allergy and jaundice or kernicterus in the newborn. The second drug is the ampicillin that may lead to diarrhea. Then we have penicillin that may cause allergy. Then we have phenobarbiton that induces drowsiness. And theophylline causes restlessness. Then few of the infants they are special cases they might have glucose 6 phosphate deficiency and due to this enzyme deficiency they are highly sensitive to the drug induced hemolysis so be very very cautious when you are administering the drugs like quinine quinidine chloroquine chlorophenicol primaquine nalidixic acid Nitrofurantoin, Tapson, etc. So as far as summing up all these things, generally take it as a valuable and a very good to go advice, always not to administer any drug to the lactating lady unless and until it is really needed and really very very essential. Hope you tied this advice tightly in the mesh knot of your minds. Okay. Now, next topic that we are going to cover today is the various drugs and their status as far as the breastfeeding is concerned. That's a sort of a list of examples that I'm going to give you and tell you how much harm mild, moderate or severe these group of drugs or drugs can cause during the breastfeeding. So, let's get to know quickly about these. You can really grab your pens and papers and note them down one by one. Yes, you can just jot them down as points as these are simply examples. First of all, as far as the elementary tract is concerned, it causes adverse effects and better to prefer Mesilazine here. Then as far as the anti-cancer drugs are concerned, they are all unsafe. As far as anti asthma drugs are concerned, Neonate eliminates Theophylline very slowly So observe the neonate for this particular drug for some sort of irritability or sleep disturbances, etc. Let's talk about anti-epilepsy drugs. There's always a general note of caution. Infant should be observed always for sedation. Then poor suckling can occur. Then we have drugs like primidone, ethosuximide, phenobarbital, they all enter the milk in very, very high amounts. But in less amounts, the drugs entering they are phenytoin and sodium valproate. Let's talk about antidepressants. Please avoid doxepin. A metabolite of doxepin may actually lead to respiratory depression. What about antiarrhythmic drugs? Yes, I'm talking about the cardiac amiodarone it is present in very high amounts in the breast milk while disopyramide is only present in moderate amounts let's talk about antimicrobials metronidazole is present in milk in moderate amounts so please avoid any sort of prolonged exposure then always avoid naladixic acid and nitrofurantoin i told you in case of g6 pd deficiency Avoid clindamycin, lincomycin, sulfonamides, tapson. They are all unsafe. Then, anti inflammatory drugs. Please consider aspirin, that is, salicylates, as unsafe. They are not safe. Why? Because they have an association with the race syndrome that occurs generally in the neonates. Okay, so avoid aspirin. Next, let's talk about anxiolytics and sedatives. Benzodiazepines, they are safe. I'm repeating, benzodiazepines, they are safe if they use for short duration. But if you use it for a long duration, then they can lead to poor suckling and somnolence. Let's talk about antipsychotics. Phenothazines, vitarephenons, theoxanthines. They are very, very much avoided unless and until they are really needed. The amount in the milk is very small. But you know, certain experimental studies on animals have suggested their real adverse effects as far as the nervous system is concerned. And in very moderate amounts, the silpy ride, it enters the milk. And please avoid lithium by all bouts. Don't give it. Okay, let's talk about the hormones. Estrogens, progesterone, androgens, they all suppress lactation in high dose. And especially in the contraceptive preparations, the estrogen, progesterone, they are present. They are very in small amounts. So they are not really harmful. But sometimes you never know that it is not very well known, not well established, they may suppress lactation. Let's talk about the status of beta adrenoceptor blockers, quite important group of drugs. How can we miss it? Neonatal hypoglycemia, that may occur, then we have sotilol, we have etanolol, they are present in very high amounts in the milk, so better avoid them. Next let's come to the miscellaneous group of drugs. For it suppresses the lactation and caffeine may also lead to irritability of the infant in very high doses. So be cautious, the mother should not take a lot of, lot of amount of caffeine while the tea and coffee, just try to avoid it. Okay, this was the whole list that I wanted to give to you. So with this list, let's punch the end of this episode today a whole bag of advice information and data all punched up today hope you derived a lot of good value out of it and you got to know a lot of new things and new terms stay on this roadmap of topic for a few more episodes to come upon and yes there are turns to new topics also but these terms sometimes they may lead too far away You see, as far as the road turns are concerned, I really love the words by Helen Keller, who stated wisely. A bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make a turn. Yes, if you're not taking the turn, definitely that's the end of the road. But that is actually not the end of the road. So take a turn and added on upon this wisely. Suzanne Maxaman has stated that look for the chances to take the less traveled roads. There are no wrong turns. Yes, no information is less. No information has a less value. Every bit and every part of any new thing known is of great value and should be considered nicely. Don't judge a topic by its length or gravity. You can actually learn from everything. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. as pharmacology difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned to rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.